Hello, and welcome to episode 123 of the Casual Tryhard Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm James. And you know what? What? I think eventually we're going to have to stop saying the episode numbers because they're starting to get kind of awkward. <laughs> I almost said 183 for some reason, so... <laughs> You know, we'll we'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, they're they are getting big. They yeah. are getting big. We we may have to revamp our intro here. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. Come on. It works it works for limited resources. They say the uh the episode number each time. Do they? Yep, they're up Probably to like it just makes Luis feel better. They're up to like four hundred and something. Yeah, it just makes Luis feel better. I guess. We've made four hundred episodes. Yeah. Okay. So we're a little behind and we yeah. want to talk about what we wanted to see come into Modern Horizon. So spoilers, official sorry, previews started Preview. today. So mm-hmm. there's been like 15 or 20 cards. Yeah, we been... had a, a couple like the end of last week and then some more have rolled out today. Yeah, there's some interesting stuff. I think we're going to hold... Most of our talk about that until, you know, more stuff comes out. Yeah. But this is where I'm going to steal your job. If <laughs> you're a patron and you get the uh, sweet, sweet uh, pre-show, we talked a whole lot, a whole, whole lot about at least one type of card coming in Modern Horizons 2. We sure did. And, and where can they, uh, if they wanted to check out our patron, where could they go to find that? They should go to patreon.com uh, or is it at uh, slash casual tryhard MTG. There you go. Yeah. That's <laughs> you can't that. plug the Patreon without uh, without telling them where to go. That's that's part that's part of the intro I don't do. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, so if you would like to tweet at us what you want to see come to Modern Horizons or like we all did in Modern Horizons 1, talk about how it was Commander Horizons. Oh boy, uh, here we go. You can tweet at us at Casual Tripod. Yep. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or you can drop us an email, show at casual tryhardmtg.com. Um I've been preaching it for a couple weeks now, but the Strixhaven Mystical Archives are still dirt cheap. If you guys haven't picked them up yet, I strongly suggest you go over to tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com and Order up whatever you're missing out of this set, because I don't think the prices are going to last forever. People are going to quickly be moving on from Strixhaven and into Modern Horizons, which then almost immediately starts spoiler season for the D&D set. So Strixhaven will be firmly in their rearview mirror before too much longer, which means no more products going to get opened. So now is probably the bottom of the market for any Strixhaven stuff if you don't have yours yet. Like I said, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com is our affiliate link. Anything you purchase after following that link will get a small percentage up to help keep the show going. Brian covered our Patreon first thing right off the bat, so I'm not going to rehash that. We also have our YouTube channel, Casual Tryhard MTG on YouTube. We've been trying to make some more content for that lately. We've got a couple more ideas in the pipeline. Haven't gotten anything recorded yet, but we've got some ideas for other videos, extra content. Uh, So make sure you head over there, uh, click subscribe so you know when we upload some of our new stuff, you'll be one of the first to check it out. Uh, Also, we have a Discord. 
Uh, there's a link in the description. There's a link on our social media. Hop on into our Discord. Let us know what you think. Give us whatever you want to hear about, show ideas. If you want us to take a peek at a deck, that's a good place to do that also. There was something else that I was going to say about Discord, and now I can't remember. Oh, I do remember. Uh, upcoming for the D&D set, we are going to kind of rehash our Playing in Paper series. So if there's anything in particular that you guys want to hear about as far as you know, playing with paper cards instead of playing on Arena or kind of gameplay stuff that you want us to talk about. I know there was a couple of people on Discord asking about sideboards. That is a place we will talk about sideboards. But if there's anything else playing in paper-wise that you guys want to hear about, pop it up in our Discord and I'll start making a list of all the things we got to cover. That will probably be like a three or four episode long series we're going to do. So uh, yeah. stay tuned for that and give us some feedback. Let us know what you want to hear about. Yeah, last time we like it was, you know, 20 or 30 minutes of like three or four episodes. And then at the end, I yeah. made one big episode out of it. I think that one big episode was almost three hours long. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, because I went back. I was going to go through it to pull some of the ideas out for our new episodes. And then I saw it was almost three hours long. I said, I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> I don't want to listen to these two idiots for three hours. Dear God. Yeah. I listen to that idiot all day long every day. <laughs> yes. It's rough. Yeah. All right. So we have our called shots for Modern Horizons 2. Mm-hmm. And these are some cards from from last time that I th- uh, we thought should have made it. And yeah. I think there are some cards that in light of new uh, new current modern, I'm like, no, this card can't be in the format. It's not okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so my list isn't just like my list for modern horizons one. There was some yeah. stuff that I was like, no, we can't, we can't do that. Yeah. My list definitely had some stuff that we talked about the last time we did this episode. There's a couple other things that I would like to see now. A little bit of background about like how I came about with some of my list is like modern basically starting at last modern horizons was basically reborn in power level. Uh, last modern horizons really amped up the power level. And then we had like all of 2019 and 2020 where it seems like every set that came out kind of ratcheted up the power level some more. So I think if you approach this set from the point of view of the first modern horizons, I think you're going to miss the mark because in order to make this set relevant, not only do they need to at least keep it in vain with modern horizons one, as far as power level and weirdness and some of the unique cards go, but they've also got to complete or compete with all the absurdity they've printed in the last two years. Yeah. I was going to say that um, really modern horizons one, like if you really boil it down, there are like 10 or 15 cards that see widespread play. Yeah. Right. But those 10 or 15 cards were like cards that like made archetypes randomly. Like think mm-hmm. about how good like blue red, like is it prowess or blitz or whatever you want to call it is because it has lava dart. It has like right. one extra free spell yep. or, you know, how good like I remember when we talked about Urza it was like, well, if modern 
is as fast as it is after Modern Horizons, then Urza is not good. But if Modern slows down, Urza is busted. And Modern slowed down and Urza was busted. Yeah. Right. So I think there are some cards that like, it's not like it's going to be every card from Modern Horizons is going to like impact. But Mm -hmm. the ones that do, do have to be like on the Uro... Oko, Kroxa, I mean, even though like Uro and Oko are both banned, but like right. on that like power level, even like Dreadhorde Arcanist. Yeah. Right. Even a card like that, it's just like, oh, if I don't have a removal spell for it, I just die. Basically, it just like, wins the game. Yeah. It's like, oh, they thought seized my path to exile. They played that. And then I just got annihilated. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, what happened? Oh, they, they played a turn two Dreadhorde after a thought seize. Oh, okay, so that was cool. So you were done? <laughs> like, yeah, it's done. Awesome. Yeah, they they do have to like push, which yeah. scares me because like they broke two formats with the last Modern Horizons. Right. I also think they have another reason to push also. And I'm not sure like time frame wise how much of this they knew going into this set. But this is going to be our first release after people are allowed to play in stores again. Yeah. And with the whole like MPL announcement, it really sounded like they were going to push people to play like locally and regionally, at least more than they have been, obviously more than they have been in the last year. But it sounded like more than they have been prior to that also. And, you know, having a really ramped up release set for like the first set getting back into store would I think do wonders for that. And if they get, you know, people into playing modern again, like people are going to want to play other formats too. And don't think that a pioneer masters isn't coming at some point. So the more people they get playing in paper, the more sets like that they can make also. Yeah. This is, this is the, the relaunch for paper magic. Yeah. Right. In modern, historically has been the most popular yeah. uh, format or non-commander format, depending on how you want to look at it. Right. So like this is, you know, most popular competitive format. Yeah. Hopefully people have been like, you know, sitting with their modern decks wanting to go play. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there is, there is definitely multiple reasons that they have to, you know, they may have to push this set. Mm -hmm. And also like when they were designing this set, what did modern look like? Was modern like Oko oh, and Uro? I have no idea, man. Right? Was it Oko, Uro, Field of the Dead, Simeon Spirit Guide? Which, rest in peace, Simeon Spirit Guide. Um, Poor little mana monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Just got reprinted and they're like, be gone. <laughs> uh, but, like, was it that format? Because that format has way different constraints. Right. Because, like, I think you remember cards from Modern Horizons that you're like, oh, this is here because of Phoenix. But then they banned Faithless Looting, so this card is not going to do anything. Right. And I was like, I forget what the card was. But there was a couple cards that you were like, oh, this seems to either go into or combat a deck. Mm -hmm. That deck does not exist anymore. Yeah. So I wonder how many things were like, oh, I got to have an answer to Uro. Which, like, if you look yeah. at, like, Shadow's Verdict, right? Like, the two black-black exile all creatures, three or less, from, like, battlefields and graveyards. It's three black-black, isn't it? Three black-black. No, it, yeah. no it's two black-black-black. 
There it oh, is. Okay. It's, five, it's five mana. Right, but that like just screams like, oh, that was the answer to Uro. Right? Yeah. Like your opponent played Uro, but before they got enough cards in their graveyard, you yep. got to cast this and get their Uro. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, we had to ban Uro out of the format before this card that was supposed to be our answer ever got there. Right. So I wonder how many like kind of artifacts of like the Uro Oko times. Yeah, I, I really don't know. Set. Well, I, like it depends how long ago they were designed in this set. Like, did they start with Modern Horizons two as soon as Modern Horizons one was printed? Like, were been, they thinking about Hogak? I mean, that would have been like a two year development cycle. That's way too long, isn't it? Yeah, I, probably. I I don't know. Anyway, so you have some honorable mentions. Yeah, uh, pretty much just one, and it's really only an honorable mention because it was. I don't know what you want to call it, a rumor or a leak or whatever. The guy that has been doing a bunch of rumors that end up coming true um, had talked about this card. And it's a card that I think is good for the format. And I had on my list last time we did this show, and that's Shardless Agent. So yeah. supposedly we are getting it. It hasn't been you know confirmed yet, but supposedly it's coming. And... One thing that we do know is coming is another cycle of zero uh, no mana cost suspend spells. We've already what? seen the what is it profane tutor? Yeah, profane tutor. That card looks awesome, by the way, in the old frame with the uh, Richard Kane Ferguson art. Yes, it looks so good. Yes, so um, it's it's demonic tutor with uh, suspend two. Yeah. Yep. So it's one of the black suspend two. Yep. And then tutor. you get the demonic tutor. But something that like players have always liked is cascading into those kinds of spells or finding a way to cheat those no-cost suspend spells for free. And I don't think that Shardless is too good for the format, especially given what's happened in the last two years. And like I said, it, it kind of makes sense for them to let you do the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we, we are almost to the point of like team or waterfalls. Blood, very close to yeah you can blood braid shardless yep. and then you have like uh crashing footfalls ancestral yeah. visions so you know how in the pre-show i told you that i i placed an order with uh our local mm -hmm. game store here for some footsteps of the gorio yes they also had eight crashing footfalls in stock that i ordered for 40 cents a piece <laughs> so they no longer have those they no longer have those yeah I guess I haven't played modern in so long. I feel like a lot of modern has like done a weird thing where it used to be like you were like hyper aggro in linear. Yeah. And then like the go over the top deck was like mm -hmm. Jund or like Jeskai control. Yeah. Right. And now like, it just feels like the, the go over the top deck is just always some primetime deck where you're yeah, putting they, like, like where you're, where you're always putting like four lands a turn onto the battlefield. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, is my three mana two two that's going to like maybe draw me two cards or three cards? That's probably not good enough. It's like, is that good enough? And I'm not saying it might not be, but it's just like where that card I mean, was had it. Cascading into restore balance is pretty good though against primetime decks. <laughs> it would be. Woo. Kind of just undoes everything they did. Yes. Yes. And the, what are they called? 
the are they're not pillars the weird uh artifacts that you can like the play border posts border posts yeah are they like are they three mana they are yeah, they're right? three mana yep so you can cascade past those yep to hit your restore balance okay okay like i don't know if i want to live in a world where like my lands get restore balanced all the time <laughs> but you know it's a world to live in mm-hmm. it's like okay end of end of turn three what do we have here i've got a two two and they have no lands <laughs> get there buddy two two ready go yeah ready go yeah no i think that it's it's just hard like modern's so different than when we used to play yeah it's a completely different format. That's kind of what I, why I wanted to do like a check-in episode. And I'm going to, tr- I think I'm going to, we're going to do that next week. I'm going to try and get that episode together so we can do it for next week. Yeah. But yeah, I have no idea what modern looks like right now. I haven't played it or like even seen any content about modern in so long other than like random meme decks on YouTube. But yeah, like I see random decks every so often, but yeah, like, you know, I don't have a good sense of what the format is because of you yeah. know, just, you know, modern used to be pretty stable and mm-hmm. we've gone like, oh, crap, we have to ban some stuff because we had to ban Hogak yeah. and all that and all that stuff. Right. We have to try to ban Hogak without banning Hogak. We had to ban Hogak. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, man, Urza's too good. These stupid like gilded goose make a food that becomes a mox right uh decks like okay these are too good all right we gotta get rid of that so we gotta get rid of mox and uh, mox opal mm-hmm. right and then it was like oh it's like uro and oko okay we gotta get rid of those like it just seems like the format's just kind of been like up and down with like something spikes up really high and that's all the format is right and then it goes away. Yep. And then it kind of like settles out for a little bit. And then they print the next set. And the format spikes up in power level. <laughs> and then crashes back down. Yeah. And it's like, can we just, I don't know, stop? Can we just, yeah. <laughs> like, like, again, kind of like, uh, kind of like Legacy, right? Where Legacy, you know, I bought Foil Dark Depths because... Mm-hmm. It's legacy. The deck should be relatively good. Yeah. For ever, a long time. For a really long right. time. I don't know. Six months to a year. And now it's kind of back down to being respected, but a little fringy. Right. Right. Modern, it used to be like, I'm going to like get this deck because it's going to be good for a long time. Like, think about how long like Jessica Control just didn't change. Mm-hmm. It was like the same deck, mm-hmm. and like well, I mean, I, Jund was the same way. Yeah, and I'm I'm willing to bet now that like Jeskai Control is basically just like Cryptic Command, Jace, some lands, and then Planeswalkers and spells from 2019 forward. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure the Jeskai Control lists are all Cleansing Wildfire lists now. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's just so different. Or like you said, Jund, like. Mm-hmm. Jund would get like a card that might be a one of right every like three years. Yep. I was like, oh, maybe this is good enough to be a one of. Take my other one of spot. 
Well, I mean, that's like, that's the whole joke. Whenever a new set comes out, the first thing anybody asks is, does this jund? There's like memes and everything about it. Does this jund? And that's because you only ever got like one card, like you said, once a year, maybe. Yeah. And now like, you know, jund is a very different deck than it was. It's like, yeah. it's Kroxa and uh, Season Ren- Pyromancer Season and, Pyromancer and, and Renin Six. Yeah. And I just named two Modern Horizons cards. Hex uh, Drinker is another one. <laughs> yeah. So like, but it's just like, it's a very different deck than it was three years ago. Yeah. And like that's that's what's sad is like yep. the fact that your your decks no longer have that longevity in the, yeah, the format. stability of the format. Yeah, and the format isn't just like, oh, you know, if someone goes like, you know, Black Cleave Cliffs, Thoughtseize, and you know what their deck list is. Right. Right? You're like, oh, okay, I know what they're playing. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. it's one of two decks or whatever. And then they're yeah. like Forest Tarmogoyf, and you're like, got you. I know yep. what you're on. Right? Like, you don't have that anymore. It's like, it's like, oh, man, like this, this Jund list could be anything. This person could be yeah. playing 2018 Jund. This person could be playing 2021 Jund. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. that's the thing that's sad. But yeah. All right. So what are your cards here that you would All like right. to see show up? I didn't go in any particular order. I just had some thoughts that I wanted to talk about. So the first thing is a card that was on my previous list. And again, I don't think it's too powerful for modern and lets you do some kind of cool stuff. And that's gamble. It's either a bad tutor or an enabler for like some fringy archetypes. Yeah. So what do you think about gamble? I think that it would be probably okay, but I also think that it might be too good in like dredge. Um, I don't know. Right, where like you lost faithless looting, so you just can yeah. keep a hand where you can like gamble for a dredger. Or like if you have two mm-hmm. dredgers in your hand, you're like, Well, I hope I like I hope I discard the dredger. Well, I, I mean that's kind of why I think gamble's so okay though, because in that deck it's just like worth worse faithless. Yeah. It's slightly worse faith, faithless looting. And I think the format kind of needs a slightly worse faithless looting right now. Yeah, There's like, so many archetypes that are just pushed out because faithless is gone. Yeah. I know it could it could work. Like I don't know if it would like give like I know we talked about I feel like last time we were like it'd be nice if there was like a lands type archetype. Yeah. And I don't know if this would like be good enough to do that where like again like in lands it's like you just go get a life from the loam and they either put it in your graveyard or you have your life from the loam well you get your engine going so that that new entomb card i forget what it's called unmarked grave Un- unmarked grave that kind of lets you do the same thing where you just unmarked grave go go get a life from the loam put it in the bin and then dredge it back next turn and you're off to the races yeah, yeah i mean no, it's that- not two mana not one mana but Kind of does that job. Yeah, but I mean, you know it ends up in your graveyard and all that stuff. Right, yeah. No, yeah. no Gamble might be fine. Yeah. Like, we have we have triple Gamble for five mana. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Triple Gamble. That card was three mana. It would probably get played, but not five. Probably. Not yeah, yeah, not, not at five, five. Not ever. All right. So, what's next? 
Um, so I don't know exactly what's next, but I have an, I, I had an idea for a card that I wouldn't be surprised if we saw. And that is like we talked about, I think it was two or three episodes ago, them like coming close to reprinting reserve list stuff and like walking that weird fine line. Yes. And I think it would make sense in this set for the reasons that I talked about earlier, how they, they want this to be like a big thing for getting back to paper magic and, you know, they really have to amp up the power level as if they did something along those lines in this set, like some sort of really big reserve list, heavy hitter. That's like almost that card kind of like jeweled Lotus was for commander legends where it's like almost black Lotus, but not quite, but it's definitely like the chase card for the set. You know what I mean? Yeah. A card that's going to like get casual players excited yeah, and it's going to like you know, eat up three days on Twitter, right? People going back and forth: is this good? Is it? Is it not good? Oh, is it close enough to whatever? Yeah, yeah. So I had two ideas for this card. I'm sure there's many more, but two cards that I don't necessarily like. It would definitely be powerful, but depending on what knobs they turned, I don't think would be too powerful for the format. One is Tabernacle. Mm-hmm. And the other is the flow chart that is Chains of Mephistopheles. So I can't tell you if Chains of Mephistopheles would be good modern because I don't know what it does. <laughs> no one knows what it does. It's like, what is it? If you... Chains is basically Narset's static ability. Yeah, but you have to like put cards back on top. Um, you draw so more if... than one. Uh, I don't remember now. If you draw more than one, you have to discard a card or mill a card instead. Okay. Like you can draw your card, but then you have to discard a card. Or if you don't have any cards in your hand, you mill. Or uh, other way around. You discard a card if you would draw a card or mill. Okay. I think. Something like that. Which I don't think is too powerful for the format. I mean, Narset exists. Unfortunately. And it, it kind of does like the same job. Yeah, no, I think you could do something like that where, you know, people would get excited because like Chains of Metasopheles is a card people have heard of. Yeah. And, like it has the history of like, oh, it's super like confusing and they like clean it up with like modern templating and it like looks. Yeah. It looks workable. And like we already yeah. talked about like ways you could maybe change Tabernacle. Mm hmm. To like give it a modern templating and like have it work similarly, but not the same. Yeah, I think that could be good. Just some card that like gets people's like Lotus Veil where they're like, oh, that's really close to Lotus Field. Yeah. Okay. What's uh, some spells matter card? Yeah, but but not like a traditional spells matter card. Like I know I've been doing some research into legacy and vintage lately for a project that I'm working on. And a deck that popped up in both of those formats is like a Sultai quasi storm deck that uses Witherbloom Apprentice. Mm-hmm. And between Witherbloom Apprentice and Professor Onyx, like there's some support there for like a non traditional Spells Matter deck. And like with the way that Wizards kind of does their like quote themes. It wouldn't surprise me if something for that archetype was in this set as well. I mean, like, there's already if they're trying to create that archetype like it would 
it would make sense that there would be a piece for that in Modern Horizons. I mean, they're already like saying that like red green is the storm archetype in limited. Yeah. Like they've already like I've already seen storm cards reprinted. Mm-hmm. So like they, there could be something where either something that lets you like, you know, has a, a trigger when you cast a copy of spell like has magecraft or mm-hmm. a spell that's like easy to cast or copy or right. something like, like a, a cheap spell that might have like not a lot of impact. Mm-hmm. It's just as how to easy. keep an is it mage busy. Yeah. How to keep an is it mage busy or, you know, a card that's just like, you know, blue storm scry one. Yeah. Right. And it's like, well, that's not super dangerous, but it does maybe gives you like six magecraft cr- triggers and you get right. a bunch of pests from your Sedgemore witch or you get, you know, yeah. you deal six damage with your what is the little apprentice or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So now I can see that. Yeah, I was just trying to think of, like I said, because that deck exists in like the, the old formats. And it was something that was kind of pushed in Strixhaven that went just a little bit under the radar. If that was an archetype that they were trying to make, like a non-traditional, at least colored, uh, like Spells Matter deck, I wouldn't be surprised to see a piece from that here. Like traditionally, this deck is like blue-red, right? And is like a Delver deck or Straight Storm or something along those lines or Prowess or whatever. But I was trying to think of something that might be a little bit different. And I know, like, in Legacy and Vintage, they use, uh, is it Chain of Smog? Yes. Like, to get your storm count just massive and kill people. But Or, or well, you don't even, like, have to do that. Yeah. Be- because you copy, so it mm-hmm. triggers off a Witherbloom Apprentice. Right, yeah, so you just do it until... Yeah. yeah, so you just, like, discard my hand and just keep copying it forever. Yep. So... Next so is, I don't know what that card looks like, but that was an idea that I had for for something in this set. Yeah. Next up is one that I also have on my list. All right. Well, why don't you talk about this one then? So this is Dual Caster Mage. One red red for a Flash 2-2. And when it enters the battlefield, you copy a spell. Mm-hmm. Full stop. So it doesn't, you don't have to control it. There's no mana cost touch to it. So right. the reason I want this is to bring the like neo the neo storm deck into modern yep right it feels like exactly why it's on my list too it feels like it's the right power level for the Mm -hmm. format and would be like an interesting like different deck to have in the format Mm -hmm. also like in the fact that like it has the the play of you know you can also copy your opponent's things Right, it has a lot of like play. It's got like a more like old school design. Yeah. And that it's not just your spells. Mm-hmm. It's any spell. Figure it out. Yep. Right. Like I won a game because my opponent went Gearhulk Magma Opus. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, copy it, copy it, kill you. Nice. Yeah. And, like, the way that, like, if you, like, read Lutri, right? Lutri lets you copy a spell you control, but only if Lutri entered the battlefield, like, after being cast. Mm-hmm. Right? It has, like, all these, like, caveats on Oops, it. It's to like, jump through. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, just give me this effect. 
I mean, they could print a different version of the card, but I think just putting Toolcaster Mage in the set is the easiest fix. Yeah, well, I mean, they just printed another version of this card. I mean, Lutre. Well, and the one from Zendikar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stormcaller Mage. Or yeah. Stormcaller or whatever, yeah. Yeah, but that that's like your next spell. Yeah. So it, it works different, which... Like, makes it so you can't, like, combo off with it in Nia form. Like, you can't take, like, your Lana War Elf. Right. And then Nia, and then, like, you know, figure out a way to copy it and then do whatever. I also saw, so what is it, like, Double Major, that blue-green card that, like, copies, uh... Like the, the card's sweet. Yeah. I saw someone, not claiming this is good, but they used Narumeha. That's the one that doubles wizard abilities? And when it and it copies something when it enters the battlefield or something. Oh, really? So they were able to like basically make infinite Narumehas. Oh. <laughs> so like they, I forget exactly. I I don't know exactly. I just watched watched like a short like clip and it was just like because double major makes them so they're not legendary. Yeah. So they just like end of your turn make infinitely large Narumehas. Hmm. It's like, okay. You win this round. I might have to try <laughs> to do this against Sparky to see how it works. Yeah. Alright. That's kind of cool, though. So, next up, you have an elf piece? I do. Uh, this is the same one that was on my previous list, and I think it's probably the correct one in Wirewood Symbiote. I mean, I personally like elves. It's probably the only modern deck I've had together the entire time I've played modern for. Um, it's super straightforward. It can kill out of nowhere. It can play disruption, but I don't think it's quite powerful enough for some of the things that are happening in modern currently. And where would, I don't think would push the deck too much to be too good. See, I went with query and ranger. I mean, that might be also, but yeah, one like of the two. An elf piece. Yeah, some not, sort of elf piece. It's not Allosaurus Shepherd. Right. Please yeah, no. I don't <laughs> well, I mean, like Allosaurus Shepherd doesn't it doesn't make that deck any better than it currently is, because all you do is replace Azuri with Allosaurus Shepherd. Yeah, but like an Allosaurus an Allosaurus Shepherd on turn one just mm-hmm. turns off all of your opponents like counter magic. Well, I mean, the deck plays four caverns anyway, so it's not like they were yeah. going to counter anything that mattered anyway. But, you know, just, uh, and I mean, it lets you like, I don't remember if you saw um, some of the like oops decks were playing yeah. Allosaurus Shepherd. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, just because it, yeah. Can't counter green spells. Done. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it, yeah. But yeah, something to uh, push. You know push what, though? I wouldn't bit. be surprised if they snuck that into the study either. Like that in Muxus? Yeah. Or something like that. They're just like, we want elves and goblins to be good. Here. Well, because they know, they know those cards like desperately need a reprint already. Yeah. Like, there's not a whole lot of jumpstart out there. Supposedly, there was another, like, wave let out, but I don't know how much was in it. And yeah. even if 
even if it's out there, I don't know that people are buying it anymore because we got a new set coming out every three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it does. Uh, Allosaurus Shepherd at least fits the uh, the criteria of being a mythic. It's a hundred dollars. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's a hundred dollars. I guess it's a mythic. That's a mythic yeah. price. So I guess it's a <laughs> mythic card. I'm looking at you, Cabal Coffers. Yeah, come on. So we both have the next one. I have it because I heard people talking about it. I was like, oh, that one might, might work. And it's him to Torak. Yeah, that was on my last list, too. Yeah, I think him's new to my list. But again, yeah. something for the Jund kind of decks. Mm-hmm. Just with how powerful everything is, I don't think this card's out of line. I think the only thing that goes against it is the uh, the random nature. Like the fact that you can just like you know, mana screw your opponent, they try to so, avoid. I think there's two things that are going against it. And they're both spoilers that we've gotten. Okay. I don't think they reprint him with grief. Probably not. And they also, did you see Torox, whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some weird, really, yeah. really bad version of this. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't think they print that and him in the same set. Yeah. Uh, gosh, what was it? It was like four mana, like three and a black. Yeah, it's three and a black. Look at your opponent's hand, choose a non-land card and discard it. And then they discard one at random. For four mana? Four mana, yeah. What one more doing? than Mind Rot. <laughs> one more than an unplayable card in the format. In. Right. Yeah. In. I know, limited environment, whatever. So, though, you have a reanimator spell. I also have mm-hmm. a reanimator spell. You went toned down. You went Dance of the Dead? Yeah, I was trying to think of one that wouldn't, like, completely break the format in half. What, and... is, what is Dance of the Dead? I don't remember. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Is it, It's the two-mana one from Ice Age that gives an upkeep cost of one and a black, I think. Uh... I've never heard those words before. Up, oh, up, oh, there you go. Dear God, this text on it is so small. Uh, the to then enters the battlefield. If it's on the great templating, if Dance of the Dead enters the battlefield, if it's on the battlefield, it loses enchant creature in a graveyard and gains enchant creature put onto the battlefield with Dance of the Dead. Put enchanted creature card. Onto the battlefield, tapped under your control, and attached Dance of the Dead to it. When Dance of the Dead leaves the battlefield, that creature's controller sacrifices it. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and doesn't untap during its controller's untap step. The beginning of the upkeep of the enchanted creature's controller, that player may pay one in the black. If the player does, untap that creature. Yeah, so it's a, it's a bad animate dead. Yes. Wow. I'm I'm traumatized. It was, it was so <laughs> so, so much obviously fun. you can clean that templating up. I doubt that's what the oracle text still reads. I don't know. This is on Scryfall. They usually have the oracle text. Really? I would think that they would have cleaned that up in the oracle text. We're going to go to Gatherer. This this is the content the people crave. <laughs> I guess it's my fault for going too deep. I went too deep. It's his Dance of the Dead. No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, what I read you is the Oracle text. The Oracle text. As found. So, 
Dance of the Dead is a hard no, just because of that. All when right. Dance of the Dead enters the battlefield, if it's on the battlefield, where the hell else is it? It just entered the <laughs> battlefield. This is uh, a uh, P. Selly rant from some car from the receive labels. <laughs> where the hell else would it be? It just entered the battlefield. Where did it go? Uh, yeah, like it's just great. If it enters the battlefield, if it's on the battlefield, what? <laughs> What does what does that collection of words mean? I'm sure, like somewhere in the rules engine, it makes sense, but that's not how like things work <laughs> when you're human. Yeah. So I was like, "Give me exhume, animate dead, or in a pinch reanimate. Just go hard, wizards." But yeah, they I might. Thought that they were all too good. They might do a. Oh gosh, maybe it's maybe it's a legacy card. There's, I could swear there's a split card that is one on the one side of it is one on the black. Mm-hmm. Um, reanimate. It's just the text of reanimate, but it's mm-hmm. one extra mana. Uh, yeah, but, we tried like, looking for it on the pre-show. And yeah, but find it, so. but no, just something. Ha! Return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. You lose life equal to its converted mana cost. That is one on the black sorcery. On the card, life, death. It is the death oh, sign. There you go. But it's it's too old. It. I thought it was modern legal already. It's not. It's it's from Apocalypse. Oh well. I mean, I guess that makes it a candidate for a reprint, huh? Yeah, because they said there'd be new split cards. The life side. Oh, did they? Yeah, the life side uh, isn't embarrassing. Like all lands you control become one-one creatures until the end of turn. They're still oh, yeah. for a hmm. green. Yeah. Which I guess would like turbo tar- charge. Uh, what is it called? Jeskai Ascendancy. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah, it would. Yeah. So that that card would feel double duty. Could mm-hmm. like print could push a fringe combo deck and like reanimation or animation uh, deck. Yeah. And would allow you to get your opponent to like 17, uh, get them to like three with four lands in play and just go life, kill you with my lands. <laughs> and that's a good feeling, too. Yep. So, yeah, like a a tone down. Reanimate. Yeah, because I mean, if you think about it, like you're kind of going pretty far in with reanimate. Mm-hmm. In a format like modern, if like you're like turn two, go get my reanimation target. Mm-hmm. Turn three, pay seven or eight life to play my reanimation target. Yeah. Hope to God I don't just get, you know, seven on my right. opponent's turn three. Yeah, I mean like the the red burn decks or prowess decks or whatever are way more prevalent in modern than in legacy. Yeah, like exhum might be too good because even though it's symmetrical, like I don't know, you getting back a you know a seven mana creature, yeah, uh, and still being at seventeen, mm-hmm. and your opponent getting back a one one is right. way different than you know you being at 10 on turn three in your like that's if your opponent's only done three damage to you somehow 
Yeah. Right. And like, God help you if you went like fetch shock thoughtsies. Like then you then you might not even be able to cast the yeah. reanimation spell, which could like kind of balance it out some. Resolve, reanimate, and just die to two lightning bolts. Yeah. They're like wizards lightning you, bolt you, and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Yeah. So that is a I'm in the same boat. Like they've already showed yeah. us the like turn down in tomb. Mm-hmm. Now you've got to give us like the turn down reanimate. Yep. No, I, right. I like that life death card. I didn't even know that card existed. I'm gonna have to pick some of them up. I like that card. Oh yeah, I've I've gone deep looking for reanimation things. I yeah. I thought it was modern legal, but no, it's it's in legacy, and I've never yeah. understood why it's not played. But you know, I kind of yeah. like it is maybe better than animate dead because it's not yeah. as fragile. Right, but no one yeah, plays it. It domes it, you though. It does. Like no one plays it in place of animate dead because, you know, you can reanimate something and then later animate dead something and not just die. Right. All right. And then we both have the same. We both have this other card on here as well. You have yeah. recruiter, <laughs> either one or both. So that's recruiter <laughs> of the guard or. Imperial Recruiter? Yeah, yep, you got it. So Imperial Recruiter... basically the same card. Imperial Recruiter is one in a red, right? Or is it two in a red? One in a red. One or, in no, red. It's, two in a, it's two in a red. They're both three mana. Okay, and it looks at the power. And right. power's two or less. Recruiter of the Guard is two in a white, a two-two that looks at the toughness, two or less. Mm-hmm. So there are some things you can't get. You can, like, you know... You know, you can't get, um, I don't know, Eidolon of Rhetoric with Imperial Recruiter. You get it with Recruiter of the Guard. But you can't get, you know, some, like, Tukatli Honor Guard Mm -hmm. with Imperial Recruiter. Which, why would you need to know? Because we have Hushbringer. But, (laughs) details. Uh, you'll You'll find a thing. But yeah, like, these would help toolboxy decks slash I think we both are kind of thinking of like a DNT kind of like small taxi hate bearsy kind of deck 100% where I was going I think the only thing right now is the best deck in the format might be Heliod combo and yeah. these both get parts of the combo oh right? that's true they get they don't get the Heliod, but they right. get the uh the spike feeder or they get the walking ballista. Yep. So it just gives you more copies of those. That's plus, true. I hadn't plus thought about that. Whatever other things you could get. But I think it's just a question of like if that is the best deck, do you wanna get something that like pushes it over the top? Because it's a deck that just like like falls backwards into winning the game. Well, maybe that's a vote for Imperial Recruiter over Recruiter of the Guard, then. Maybe, because then it makes you go another color. Yeah. Because the yeah. Heliod decks are either mono-white or green-white, right? Yeah, because they, they're mostly green-white now because they play... Um, what is it called? Um, oh, gosh. The Bad Wild Growth. That only takes um, a forest. 
Overburden? No, not overburden. No, no. It's just Overgrowth? Like a, no, green enchanted forest when it comes to the play oh, the color. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Utopia Sprawl? Utopia Sprawl. So yep. it plays that to like ramp itself into gotcha. a collected company. But yeah, like they might not want to, right? Like you, you still only have four Heliods, but you yeah. collected company and you have, you know, eight copies of your spike feeder or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like extra copies of your walking ballista. Yeah. So I don't know. But no, like I'm th- like some sort of like taxi thing, and they already gave us um, Sanctum Prelate. Yep. So like they're trying to support like that kind of like taxi fare weight thing as well. Yeah, we also randomly got Rashad and Port on a fish. Yeah, which kind of like gets rid of my number eight, which was like Truding Nemesis, which was yeah. also just stand in for like. Something to make fish not laughable. <laughs> and yeah, well, like, I mean, I, I don't know if port on fins makes fish not laughable, but it is an attempt. Like it, I think fundamentally changes fish. Right. Yeah. It's it makes it more like goblins almost. Right, where you're where it's like, like disruptive. Yeah, where I think that you like maybe for the first like turn or two. You're like, you know, port your land, port your land, you know, but you get to go like, you know, one drop, port your land, play like another one drop or vial or something. Yeah. yeah. And then you go like port your land, Lord. Yeah. Then like Lord, Lord, kill you mm-hmm. kind of deal where you just try to like buy yourself a little bit of a, a little bit of time. Mm hmm to get like to like get your like critical mass to get that big swing in yeah that makes sense we're like that was kind of like goblins was trying to like you know goblin lackey like get you but it was yeah. also like trying to like keep you off of your mana so you could so it could like lean on vile keep you from doing stuff for a few turns and then like get like a critical mass of goblins mm-hmm. right and like fish would be like well we need like three or four, go- three or four fish out to like make them big enough to matter. And this gives you that time to like, you know, keep your opponent off their two drop and off their three drop. And then you, you're so far ahead that they can't catch back up. Right. But yeah, just something to make fish better. And also mm-hmm. like they play some pretty bad cards in that deck. Yes. Like, Murpho Carpenter and stuff. Yeah. Though, like, yeah, it's just, uh, like, this has got to be better <laughs> than that. Crap rotation. Well, they play any one drop Merfolk, do they? The only one that's been played is Curse Catcher. Yeah. And that card is, eh. It's yeah. fine. It's, 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 it's your, meh. like, it's like your Wrath of God protection. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, Supreme Verdict exists, so then that makes Curse Catcher way worse. Right. Right. So, like, crop rotation, like, I want to play, like, land combo-y stuff. Yeah, I don't think crop rotation can exist in the format where primetime decks are the best decks, though. Probably not. 
Um, though I don't know. I guess like getting getting a bounce land would be like the yeah. thing that would probably do the most, which would suck. Yeah, I don't know. Like I also feel like we should be able to play twelve post. Like just yeah. like all the stupid stuff going on in the format. Like really, like twelve post is worse <laughs> than like turn three prime time get like twenty five lands on the battlefield. Like no, right. Like I don't see how this is worse, but whatever. And like the other thing going against crap rotation though is, like I said, if prime time you know is one of the best things to do in the format, and the go to win con I'm assuming is still field of the dead. Is field of the dead like not? Is it banned? I don't know. Did it get banned in modern? Uh, professional content creator, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I preface this whole thing saying that I haven't played modern in it so is long. Banned that... in modern. I thought it got okay. Banned. Like, cause okay. they're back to uh, Valakut. Okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah, but no, like, I guess even getting like Valakuts, but like, I don't know, like, I like having that like toolboxy kind of thing that's like yeah. not stuck with you just having to play like uh night of the reliquary kind of deal yeah so it might even be all right if like a night deck was the default lands deck instead of prime time yeah it would be nice to not just have it be a deck that goes like super way over the top yeah like Um, that that deck is cool if it doesn't go way over the top yeah it's like oh there's a lot going on here yeah yeah then you then you're just like oh i guess i'm taking like you know all of it yeah i'm taking 14 or something yeah. 16 from this prime time on turn four it's like no that's not okay yeah it's like, not why okay. is it, why is this happening to me <laughs> what did i do wrong so uh, i have flame rift here just mm-hmm. to like prop up burn but i think that like as much as i would want to like help old school burn i think yeah. it just like goes in those stupid prowess decks yeah and i'm not here for that like i, I as much as i want to like make you know, Goblin Guide, Eidolon Good. I think it just like makes like Soul Scar Mage, Monastery Swift yeah. Spear. So, I don't know that there's anything you can do that would prop burn up that wouldn't that, also prop up the prowess decks. Yeah, and maybe the prowess decks are just like the better burn decks now. I think they are. But like, I don't know, it makes me sad. Yeah. Um, cause like burn was like burn and fish were the first two modern decks I got. Mm-hmm. So I have Meltani's presence. That is the green enchantment that spells you control. If a spell you control gets countered, you draw a card. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's the missing Cheerios piece. Oh, gotcha. It's that a chalice on zero. And then you just dump your entire hand into your chalice. And then you yeah, rape shot someone. <laughs> Uh, you just draw your deck, or I guess now you Thassa's Oracle them. Yeah. You're just like, here you go. Um, Again, that's just niche corner case. Mm-hmm. And then this, I thought I took it off my list, but it's <laughs> it's still here, and it's Wild Growth. Like, I was like, you know, like, Wild Growth is a card that I, like, I kind of want for, you know, uh, an Enchantress kind of deck. But I don't mm-hmm. think that it would do anything good in the format. Right. right like right. it just becomes like extra extra ramp for Heliod combo. Or yeah. in extra ramp 
it, it also feeds Nykthos. Like, I mean, that could single-handedly make a Nykthos deck, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I worry as much as, like, Wild Growth would be cool and it doesn't seem bad. I I heard, I forget who it was. It might have been Saffronoff saying, like, as he was getting, like, you know, turn three comboed. He was like, maybe they should ban, like, Utopia Sprawl. Like, how much different is it than, like... Mox, uh, Mox Opal. Or well, I mean, it, it costs a mana, so it costs a mana. <laughs> fair, but like, but it's just not interactable, and there's yeah, and there's no right. Like after that first turn that it costs mana, like you're on three. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. Like I don't know. I want an enchantress deck, right? As much as I like make fun of that deck uh, on the last episode. In uh, Legacy, I think that's the kind of deck that like people would enjoy, and mm-hmm. it plays a different way. Like, in I would totally put Enchantress together for funsy, like Tuesday Night Modern or whatever. Yeah, like I, like mm-hmm. I don't want to play against the same like stupid like Boggles deck that I play against on Arena like every third match. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I don't want to like promote the like you know. You know, I'd much rather like load up a land mm-hmm. and then like play an Emrakul on so, like turn uh, five. Then I got a, I got okay. a question for you. Sure. So if Utopia Sprawl is worse wild growth because it only enchants forests. Yes. And wild growth is too good because it enchants anything. What if you made a wild growth that only enchanted a non-basic, so hmm. that it could get hit by field of the, or um, field of ruin or ghost quarter? I mean, that could maybe do it, like make it a little more fragile. Yeah, yeah. I would just want to see like a different way to play like an enchantment deck because I think we just have like the like boggles load up a creature deck. Mm-hmm. We have like. If it still even exists, I'm sure someone's playing it, right? And is going to get super happy when I mention, like, the mono-white enchantment prison Staxi crap. Yeah. Like, suppression field ghostly prison. Yeah. Right? Like, no, don't do that. No one enjoys that. <laughs> right? Right. But, like, another, like, non, like, miserable enchantment deck is going to do something neat and have interesting play patterns. Mm-hmm. Like, would be nice. And I yep. like wild growth is what I think do- helps do that, but it might just do too much bad stuff. Yeah. So other cards I don't think we'll get like some like Argothian enchantress like card. Some sort of modern enchantress. Yeah. You know, yeah. She, she has shroud. So you can't just like pile a bunch of enchantments on her. It's, yeah. She's, she is uh like kind of core spirit dancer or. Oh, what is his name? The uh, Sram. Sram. Right, where you when you cast uh, an enchantment, you draw a card, but she mm-hmm. can't wear pants. Yeah. And it's just like an O one, so like dies to like any like you know, neg one, neg one, or deal one to everything like electricity, everything. It's like okay, cool, yeah. she dies. But I don't, I don't know that we need like an actual another enchantress. Like, how many enchantresses does Legacy play? 
it just plays like enchantress but we don't have like a two mana enchantress i guess like if you want to say it's it's core spirit dancer well i mean ceram is two mana also yeah yeah maybe it's not and like you don't have enchantress's presence i guess so like that deck probably if you count presence it plays 12 yeah and we have SRAM, which isn't like actual Enchantress because it's only auras. And so is Core Spirit Dancer, right? That's only auras. Is it only auras or is it enchantments? Uh, let us find I don't remember. out. Um, oh, it's an aura. Yes. Yeah, so so like, those only work for auras, but we do have the one from Theros Beyond Death, the Satestan, whatever, the green Satestan guy. Champion? Yeah. Yeah. At three mana. So you could like have. Yeah. If you had like a. A two mana version of the effect. That just worked on enchantment. Yeah. Right. Like that's. Like that kind of fixes it. So then you could play. You know. Not that like again elephant grass. Or like. We would encourage ghost person or anything. Right. But just. Some other like you know. Hey I'm going to draw some cards. Big mana. You know, mm-hmm. build a different kind of engine that might be fragile in a way. Yeah, would be would be interesting because we just don't have that kind of like gameplay. Right. Then I have Doomsday. Oh yeah, Doomsday. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're gonna print Doomsday into modern. I guess they can't now that Thassa's Oracle has just been revealed as completely and totally ludicrous. Yeah. Like a not okay magic card. Yeah, there's way too many piles that just win. Yeah, I was so wrong when I first read Thassa's Oracle. I'm like, I feel like they just, like, stapled this and you win the game part onto it. It's so weird that it's here. Like, it doesn't feel <laughs> oh, no. like a rare. Oh, no, but have, did you read the development of the card? They just slapped it on there. Oh, really? They were like, oh, yeah, like, so-and-so thought it would be cool if it just had this, like, alternate win condition on it. So they just slapped aye, it aye. on there. Right? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't like they were like, it wasn't like they had some big thematic reason. They were just like, oh, it'd be cool if it had a random extra paragraph on it. So, yeah, probably not Doomsday. So I had some new things that I wanted, which Mm -hmm. we already saw one of them, which is I wanted enchantment lands, but I wanted like enchantment basics. Yeah, so you, you wanted like the artifact lands, but for enchantments. Exactly. Yeah. And then... This is just for me. I want a three mana value creature that ETBs and gives haste to all your Would other Would you creatures. settle for anger? No. No. Because it costs four mana. Right? When you, but you don't you, have to cast it. Yeah, but when you combo off with Neoform, uh, you need a three drop thing that gives your creatures haste. And the reason yeah. I wanted the ETB and give haste is because if your opponent has mana up, the most likely way for you to lose is if you have, if you only, if like you have a, um, gosh, what is it called? If you have this stupid O3 wall that gives all your creatures haste. A rebel fort. Re- yeah. Rebel, if you have that in your hand. Yeah. And you can only get one, then they kill it. Yeah. Now none of your creatures attack and then like sweep your board. Yeah. Right. So if you had a creature that entered and gave haste, mm-hmm. then like it could just be the last thing you got. Yeah. And then they would have to try to like, you know, kill something else or have multiple removal spells. So 
I just want that to like, let's just finish off the Neoform deck and make it like reasonable. <laughs> We've turned Faithless Rummaging up because someone suggested giving it escape. So again, my design is a, a red for discard two, draw two. And then it has escape for some amount. I don't know. It could be two and a red. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think hey. if Faithless was too good, then Faithless was as like strictly better Faithless. Hey, you're discarding the cards first. Which is right. That's only, worse, right? <laughs> it's only worse in one deck. It's only worse for Dredge. But it's it's worse in like Phoenix and everything else. Yeah. Right? Like, come on. I'm they just keep taking all my decks from me. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think like escape is too good for faithless. Like it would have to be like a four mana exile six. Okay. In let's go. <laughs> um, I think that they should, um, like, I feel like they should finish the rest of the horizon lands. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to do that with fetches. As I say with fetches, they probably won't, but yeah, I guess that just like gets to hang in the air till, uh, the next um modern horizons three modern horizons three yeah yeah uh i would like to request uh no pitch counter spells please so how much you want to bet that the green or the blue evoke guy is going to be for so well someone mentioned that and i was just like dear god no hey, like, i mean the, the black one's thought sees so or i guess yeah. on math yeah but if modern has packed a uh, force of negation, I'm sorry, and thought sees on a on a on a body, mm -hmm. like that's not that is not enjoyable. Yeah, and especially like, just what what is your win con? It's your thought. It's your force of will. <laughs> your force of will. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey. Eventually, I'll get to a point where I don't need to cast this, and I'll just kill you with it instead. Or no, it's Frilled Mystic, right? You're just like, oh yeah, that's wait, true. Wait, wait, cool. I'm gonna flash it in, counter your thing. Yeah. And now beat you down with my stupid three two or like, you know, two two flyer or whatever. Yeah. Right, like if it's Mole Drifter, but it counters a spell. Yeah. Cool. Right, like. Like, what's your win con? My four forces. Yeah. That's not... No. I don't want to live in that world. Not okay. No, not okay. Not okay. Now, the only upside is, is, I guess, like, then everyone has to play four forces. And then you're, like, trying <laughs> to force your combos through with your force of will creature. Like, oh. oh. Oops. Oh, I guess my... my uh, I don't have my combo cards anymore. I guess I'll just flash this in at the end of your turn and go go on the beats plan. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it can be that it's not a counter spell, but I also yeah. don't want it to be a counter spell. What if like, it's another mill card? That is equally, even worse. Equally bad. Yeah. Like I know I know well, I mean it has to be like one of those two things though, right? Like that's all the blue does is it counters and it mills. Yeah. Or it draws. Like it's not cards. gonna be mold drifter and draw. Oh, yeah, you think it's gonna be like ancestral? 
Or is draw three instead of... It would be super weird, though, wouldn't it? Where it's like, exile a card from your hand, draw two cards. Oh, you know what? See, the blue one... The blue one has problems. Because the blue one, you can exile... What is it? The, uh... The Griffin. Mist Hollow Griffin. Mm Mm-hmm. That you can cast out of exile. Like, none of the other ones have a card you can cast out of exile, right? Fair. Like, none of the other colors? Do you know how many Miss Holographins I own? Please. Please. <laughs> Let that be the new tech. I'm just around four-fourths of uh, negations, four, I don't know, douchebag. And yeah. uh, it's got to be a one-word one name. Uh, we have Grief. I don't know. I think Hatred's, hatred's already a card. Hatred uh, is a card. Yeah, three black black for like pay X life, give a creature plus X plus X. Something uh, like that. Yeah. But yeah, and then like Mist Hollow Griffins. And you're just like, ah, counting <laughs> your thing. And then I'll count them. I'll cast my Mist Hollow Griffin later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Um. Oh. Oh, can I add food chain? Can we get a good food chain deck? Food Chain's reserveless, isn't it? No, it's not. They just reprinted it. Oh, Survival's food. Or, uh, Survival's, but not Food yeah. Chain. Food Chain's from, like, Marcadian Masks. Yeah, I mean, maybe Food Chain be alright. Like, that would be fun. That'd be, like, a whole new deck. Yeah, whole new deck. Yeah, and, like, hmm. it wouldn't be good because it's Food Chain. <laughs> But it would it's, only, it's only purpose would be for you to get your opponent not yeah. knowing how mana abilities work. Yeah, with your pithing needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And then uh, a card I designed long ago, Bizarra Fallujah. Bizarra Fallujah. Yeah, discard two, draw one. Yep. It's Bizarre Baghdad, but worse. Yep. Now, if anyone's in Iraq, I don't know if Fallujah is better or worse than Baghdad. I just I picked no another. Idea. I just picked another Iraqi city. So are you allowed to do that? What? Just like randomly lump all those Iraqi cities together? I didn't lump them all together. Like at least I know they're in the same country. It wasn't like I was like I don't know Bazaar of Montreal, and then like oh it's not, it's not in Iraq. It's not near Baghdad. Like I at least took the time. But I don't know. They're different. Like I don't know. They might be like Cleveland and Cincinnati, a place you never want to go either one. Yeah. Right? If Tom's listening, I'm sorry. You left Cleveland for a reason. <laughs> uh, right? But I don't know. Maybe maybe Fallujah's like the Miami Beach of, maybe. of Iraq and, you know, Baghdad's Cleveland. And like, you take your talents to South Beach. I don't know. I have no idea. I've never been. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been to the. <laughs> I've I've never left the country to go in that direction. I've gone south, yeah. but yeah. not not that far east. But yeah, so just again, uh, the like close to a reserveless card that's not a reserveless card. Yeah, I mean that's actually probably another. That's probably more likely than tabernacle. Yeah, because I, I think that's just really hard to template to like yeah. make it work the way you want it to work. Yeah, um, I do think that, like, 
a new chains, I think is probably would then grasp. Yeah. I, Cause you, you can clean up the old templating really easy. I don't think it's a card that's too powerful. Yeah. The chains is symmetrical too, I think. So it's like even worse than like Narset. Okay. So that's, I'm pretty sure chains works for all players. Uh, well, we both know that they wouldn't do it that way. Yeah. They'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. And it's only going to be one yeah. player. Like a fixed bazaar, though. I could definitely see that. Yeah, and I maybe maybe the fix is you draw and then you discard as well. Like you draw yeah. one, discard two. Because I don't know, is bazaar mm. draw then discard? I think it is. Because you draw I two and discard three. But yeah, so maybe it's like you draw one, discard two. And, you know, it's not too, too good, but it's not, like, embarrassing. Mm-hmm. So, there, could are, be cool. there are, are thoughts for Modern Horizons. Things are coming fast and furious. I think- Yeah, so we're going to be, like, halfway through spoilers by the time you guys hear this. But we actually wrote this episode, like, before we started getting spoilers, so. Yeah, we promise. Yeah. I think that... One of the things that you're going to have to do, much like in Modern Horizons 1, is like really work hard to parse what things are really going to matter. Because like we said before, it was probably 15 cards Mm -hmm. in the first Modern Horizons. And like, don't get hung up on the fact that they're going to put, I don't know, conservatively... 45 cards for commander in the set yeah i don't i'm looking at five right now they all say i don't know that you can super compare this modern horizons to the first one though i think collector boosters set boosters and fetches all make the two sets almost uncomparable what i meant was more along the lines of right like there are going to be cards that impact modern, and I think the key yeah. is going to be identifying them, and not getting blinded when you see like, you know, a bunch of squirrels. Well, and I, like oh, this is just a bunch yeah. of crap for for commander. Right. Yeah, or, I guess my point was like price wise though. Like if you're looking to pick out, you know, pieces for a deck or whatever, I don't think you have to necessarily worry about you know, $30 Hogax or $100 Red and Sixes or $100 Urzas or whatever, because the set's going to get opened for the fetches, which is going to drive the price down for everything else. And you also have collector booster and set boosters, which are going to up the number of rares and foils in circulation and is going to drive the price of baseline stuff down. So, like, it'll be a lot easier, like, for you to, apples to apples, if you were to buy $200 worth of singles for Modern Horizons versus $200 worth of singles for Modern Horizons 2, provided you already have your fetches, so, like, that's kind of out of the equation, like, you're going to get a lot more for your money out of Modern Horizons 2 than you were Modern Horizons 1. Oh, no, I, I agree with that, but... Like, I think that as spoilers went along and they might have just been longer in Modern Horizons 1, there was yeah. a feeling of like, oh, a lot of these cards seem super geared towards Commander or they're yeah. not 
you know, and I think a lot of us in preview season missed how good Hogak was going to be. Well, and Urza. And Urza. Well, hey, we I think we identified that if the format was slow, Urza was probably really good. But like, yeah, like we were first playing... blush, though, with Urza it looked like a commander card. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's banned in commander now, right? Isn't it? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I think it's banned. I think it was banned as a commander. Really? I think. I didn't think it was. Uh, let me look. I think it is. I think it. Uh, uh, I feel like it was. Because I, I remember uh, our man Kenobi making a video. Oh, no, it's still legal. Okay. And then they banned. Some, oh, they banned Paradox Engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because with Urza, yeah. you just went infinite on like turn four. Yeah. So, yeah. So they didn't ban Urza. They banned a piece out of the Urza deck. But I just think that it's going to be important to kind of like critically look at the cards and, you know, there are some things you can just kind of throw out. But, like, I think we all missed, like, Arkham's Astrolabe. None of us saw yeah. that initially and were like, oh, modern playable card. I think we all looked at Renin 6 and went like, I don't know how good it is, but it's a two-mana Planeswalker. It has to be good. Right. So, like, we, like, we, we, everyone saw that, I think, mm -hmm. or a lot of people did. But, like, like, Hogat got missed, I think. Yeah. And... You know, I also think like a lot of it is like, look at the mythics because think about how many mythics hit. Right. Right. Like Yagmoth, Urza, mm -hmm. Season Pyromancer. Um, Red and Six. Red and Six. I'm trying to think, was there another one? Uh, Morophon, Sarah. God, Sarah was just there to like ruin limited games. Yeah. Hex uh, Drinker. Hex Drinker, yeah. Yep. So, like, uh, the Mythics uh, were where a lot of, like, where it was probably the highest hit rate. Yeah. And then there were, like, Mox some... Tantalite. Hmm? Mox Tantalite was a Mythic. Yeah. I was just trying to think of all the Mythics. Yeah, it hasn't done anything. But, yeah, yeah. like, I think that, like, that was the highest hit rate. And then, yeah. like, in, like, the rare slot, there was Hogak and, like, a couple other things. Also... I heard something uh, the other day that they were like, oh, yeah, no one thought that Hogak, no one in R&D thought Hogak would be good. They just thought it was going to be a fun commander card. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Missed that one. Yeah. They thought they put enough restrictions on it. It would just be like an interesting commander card. It's like about that. It's free. It's free. It's free. Well, they're pretty good. You know what they've learned? Let's print a cycle of free things. We can't right. possibly miss. Yeah. Two cycles of free things. Uh, In Modern Horizons 2? Yeah. Just one, right? Oh, yeah. No, two cycles of free things. So there's the the elemental incarnations. Yeah. And then the cards and with the, the mana cost? Cards. Or, yeah, the, yeah, the suspend cards. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's print a bunch of free things. What could possibly go wrong? Yep. I mean, but they could all be... The white, hey, the the best one is the the white force, which no one has yeah. like played ever. That's what Tom Ross said. Yeah, I think the white one's the best one. Uh <laughs> yeah, that um, not not so much. No, not not not. So we we missed the boat with white force is best force, right? 
if they print that in an old border, like that's just someone trying to like get a make good. Maybe this will make them want to play it. Salt in the wound, that is. Yeah, just to end on this. So someone was I uh, was watching uh, Anzid's stream, and they mm-hmm. were uh, and he was like simultaneously streaming the Wizards announcement. Okay. And uh, of of all the new cards. And they showed grief and he was talking about it. And then they're like, well, what would the white one be? And someone's like, it's just like exile a white card from your hand. You lose the game. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's probably the white one. It's like, oh, yeah, you just you lose the game. In three life. Gain three life. Exactly. <laughs> Here's my three two that gains three life. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. So I just lost. You did. You two for yep. yourself for three life. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. So with all of that, that's what we're hoping that shows up in Modern Horizons. By the time you listen to this, you'll be able to see how unbelievably smart we were. Or or unbelievably dumb. wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, we, we took a stab at it. We tried. We tried. Yeah. We had fun. Yeah. Hopefully you had fun. Hopefully. So if, you want to tweet at us what you hope shows up in Modern Horizons or what you think that they missed printing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get at us at Casual Tripod on Twitter. Yep. You can also hit us up on Facebook at Casual Tryhard MTG. Or you can email us show at Casual Tryhard MTG.com. Like I said at the top of the show, if you're looking to pick up any singles, please use our TCG player affiliate link, tcg.casualtryhardmtg.com. And don't forget about our patreon patreon.com slash casual tryhard mtg if you want to support us a little bit more directly we also have our discord there's a link in the description there's a link on social media hit us up on discord let us know what you're looking for out of modern horizons um we're gonna try and do our modern check-in episode next week before the format gets flipped on its head for some that's probably pretty poor planning huh (laughs) <laughs> checking well, and, in on modern before the format gets flipped on I its know, head let's just see where we are and then see yeah. you know what's going on we can figure something out um so if you want us to talk about what you think modern's like you can hit us up on discord and then don't forget keep in the back of your mind that in a month or so we're going to revisit the playing in paper series to try and make you guys paper players and fnm aficionados uh, so if there's anything playing in paper-wise or strategery-wise or what have you, uh, pop up in Discord and let us know what you want to hear about for that series. And I think that's all we got for this episode. I think so. So with that, yeah. we'll catch you on the internets. We'll catch you on the internets. Uh, and again, almost at FNM. Almost at FNM. A couple weeks. <laughs>